Coffee lovers, and welcome to the God Country Live Video Podcast. Every every Friday evening at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And now, live from Seguin, Texas, and other places around the world, your host, Jose Roberto Alaniz Jr. Hello, coffee lovers. It is right at 1900, Friday night. It's time for God Country Coffee. We have a great guest tonight. I'm really excited to have him on the show. Uh, had his partner on a few weeks ago and uh, just really looking forward to our visit here. Uh, before I get started, like I always do every week, I just want to give thanks to God for all the amazing things uh, that he's doing uh, in in our lives, in our business. Um, sending prayers out if you're a praying uh, warrior like I am. I ask you to pray for my cousin, Roman Chapa. He's been in the hospital for, I guess, going on a month now after the uh, accident where he, he's a jockey, fell off a horse during a race. and He had to have emergency surgery this morning. He's doing well this evening, uh, but he's still intubated and unconscious. So keep in your prayers. Uh, and just uh, with that in mind, uh, I also want to do a shout out to Brian Stacy. I'm going to put him in the comments. Uh, he's my trainer, been my coach for a while now, super educated, super motivated, um, very, very qualified trainer. And I'm going to put his website in the comments here. And then without further ado, I'm going to bring my guest on and I'll introduce him here in just a second. How you doing, Wayne? What's happening? How you doing, bro? I'm doing fantastic. So. Uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to visit with us. Uh, I'm really excited. You know, I had Steve on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, now I get the second half of the dynamic duo uh, of the Vet Nord Tribe, Lane Blown. Um, and I'm going to let you introduce yourself for the most part. I'm just going to tell you, uh, the audience, that uh, I belong to a veterans group that's over 15,000 members. Uh, and we're all veteran entrepreneurs or active duty guys that have an idea of a business when they retire and they're in the group networking. Um, the group had some rough beginnings, but when Lane and Steve took it over, uh, they resurrected this thing from the dead and, and it is literally uh, flying into outer space at this point. Uh, and I, I, I mean, there's no end in sight. So I'm really honored to be part of the group. And then within that group, there's another, like a, a mastermind group in that group called Warrior Council that we all belong to. We have meetings once a week. Uh, and that's, man, even more intense work goes on there, more intense networking. Uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. But Lane, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us uh, where you grew up, where you're born, whatever, and then what led you to join the service. Yeah, so uh, I grew up in a small town in Oklahoma. And uh, at the end of my high school you know, upbringing, my buddy and I were like, hey, what are we going to do? And uh, so we ended up uh, playing rock, paper, scissors for our destiny. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was like, hey, have you heard of the Army Rangers? I was like, uh, nope. 
I'm 17. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh, I think maybe we should go to college. And so we ended up playing, uh, best two out of three. He won. And, uh, we both joined the military. We both joined the army and, uh, spent, uh, 12 years. He's still in. I actually I was just speaking with him just about 30 minutes ago. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, you know, or me, me joining the, the military was kind of a, it was kind of a fun, you know, playful thing. Uh, but it was exactly what I needed. And I had a lot of ambition and drive when I was a, a youngster, uh, but I didn't have any direction. And the military gave me that direction, which I'll always be grateful for. And uh, a lot of cool experiences. Uh, for about eight years or so, I spent as a U.S. Army Special Forces Green Beret. Had many uh, beautiful, awesome experiences. Uh, had some you know, deployments, which weren't so beautiful. <laughs> They were beautiful in their own way. And, uh, but, you know, overall, I'm, I'm grateful for the military to help me experience some really awesome things that now I can take that experience into the world and, and uh, build upon it. And that's exactly what we've done. What's up, Joe, Frank, Mark? How you guys doing? Yeah, I, uh, I, I wanted to say Red Friday. I always say Red Friday and people can, I didn't, can't believe it's hard for me to understand, but I guess it's because we're military, but. You know, RED is actually an acronym, folks. And so if you're watching, most of the guys are military, but if you're watching and you didn't know that RED Friday, yes, it has a significance for our veterans, our, but it's actually for our active duty. And it, it RED means remember everyone deployed. Uh, and then, you know, we always add to the end of that, you know, until they all come home. And so exactly. it's RED Friday. And uh, so far, all the guys who have hit our comments here are all – uh vets and so that's pretty awesome so right after the military like when you were getting out you knew you were going to separate did you know exactly what you were getting into like day one as a civilian no not even close <laughs> yeah i uh you know i was in germany my wife and i were living in germany that was my last duty station and uh we decided we had a 12-month plan once we, once i got out and so we left Germany and we were going to, we did a road trip across America. We traveled through 37 states over three months and just had an incredible time, uh, experienced uh, different types of beauty all over the United States. And it was such a beautiful, powerful experience. Um, felt so free, you know. And then after that road trip, we moved down to Panama and uh, we didn't know how long we were going to stay there, maybe a year, maybe two years. And uh, my initial plan was, I'm going to do some college and then I'm going to use that, that, or, uh, you know, use that time to be able to, um, figure out what I needed to do. And I definitely didn't know what I was, you know, getting into, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, you know, but loosely I knew that I was going to take my experiences and, uh, help other people step into their greatness. And, uh, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't have a roadmap. Uh, but I was, uh, you know, this is what Steven, Steven and I talk about all the time is this imperfect action and uh, big shout out to Steven Koo, my brother, uh, business partner, co-author, uh, appreciate you brother. And, uh, you know, so it was just about taking imperfect action and, and continuing to take steps. So I'm going to, I'm going to go back for a second. Something you said, did you meet Steve when you were in Germany? Cause he, he, he talked about how he separated from Germany and all that. Did you know him from there? No, no. We actually met in the Vetpreneur Tribe. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, him and I both joined the Vetpreneur tribe early on and, uh, I didn't know who he was, but then, you know, he started to do these videos and he was just dropping this massive value and just like, man, every single day, it was just like, boom, 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 boom. And I know thousands of people were learning from him at the time. And, uh, you know, what capture or how we connected initially was that he did some kind of post, uh, about a masculine awakening ceremony down in Peru. And I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. You know, uh, you know, my wife and I, we were living in Panama and we were like, Hey, we're going to, we want to go to Peru eventually anyway. So, uh, so I contacted him and we started a conversation and, uh, you know, months, months later, uh, my wife and I decided to go to Peru. And then all of a sudden, you know, Steven's like, Hey, I'm going to meet you down there. And a lot of things happened. Um, but, uh, that's, that's exactly where we met. Uh, the first time in person was down in Peru. So, it was a kind of an interesting way to meet a future business partner. <laughs> That's amazing, and let's talk about that for a second because I'm gonna I'm gonna hold your book up here. So you just mentioned that you were a co-author. Uh, this is called Unleash Your Humble Alpha, and it's written by Lane and Steve both. And again, I I was really hoping that uh, you were still in the mountains in Peru uh, when I interviewed Steve. I was hoping that I would be able to catch you when you were back so that I could. Put you guys together and I, I just we're just gonna have to do that at a later date but i would love to have you both on at the same time but uh so we're gonna run into that in just a second so you uh you were down in panama you met steve y'all went down to peru uh and then how did the business the partnership evolve from there yeah so it's actually uh you know just taking baby steps small steps we uh in uh, section four of the book uh, we talk about partnerships and, th- and, th- and those are the principles that we, uh, at the time we were intuitively, um, you know, connecting with each other. And basically it's, uh, you know, three principles, past performance, current values in which you live by and, uh, uh aligned vision for the future. And so we, we were intangibly and intuitively assessing who we were, who the other guy was, see where we could meld, see where we complimented each other. And it would just happen organically. So we just te- took uh, small steps. Uh, I think the first thing that we did uh, was um, create a goal setting course together. And then after that, we had a, a different uh, entrepreneur group. And then we ended up uh, uh, eventually writing the book. And that was uh, an interesting uh, journey because we weren't trying to write a book about being a humble alpha. It was originally about uh, Stephen had put together these uh, articulated these principles called HIT. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and transparency. And so we were going to write a book about that. And then, you know, all these other things, these stories, these concepts and way which we live our life uh, began to articulate itself. And we were like, well, this this book is much more bigger than just HIT. So, uh, you know, and that was where, you know, we just continued to take that imperfect action. And then that's what led to, you know, the Humble Alpha book. And, and that book is not just... A book that did well because it's there's stuff happening with it now right yeah yeah so now the book is uh you know turned into a uh, college institute course a leadership certificate and it's also being introduced into uh several universities uh and colleges in the u.s three you know three in particular right now i'm not sure if i can say the name right now until i think uh the summer uh semester so but yeah, one of them's really, really big in the business world, and two of them are really big in, in the U.S. and And we're just really excited to have 
the the humble alpha mentality, the method, the the leadership model being embedded into you know the younger college students of the country, and uh, yeah, and, and then the humble alpha is just you know, and we'll talk about it here in a little while. I'm sure is the is the have missions, and uh, but yeah, it, the humble alpha is growing, and it's getting spread across the world, and we're very excited about it. So, um, so you guys have hit it off. Obviously, you wrote the book. Uh, I haven't finished all of it yet. I'm I'm in it. I love this book. It's I'm glued to it. Uh, I love what the, what you guys are doing with it and the principles that you're talking about. Um, you know, when I first did business way back, I had no guidance. I had no help. Um, I wish I would have had this book, you know, 15 years ago when I when I failed three times in a row uh, with three different business ventures. And uh, this this could have changed the whole outcome. And I'm not saying that those are bad. I mean, we learn from our failures. Failures are not really failures. They're just uh, an opportunity for you to learn and grow. And so 100%. I yeah, I accept those failures completely. They certainly helped me, you know, look forward. And then it was another 10 or 15 years before I ventured again. So, yeah, I was a little gun shy there. For yeah. A while. But uh, so you guys got the book going. And then, I mean, did you know while all this was going on that because to me, when we look at you or Steve, you know, the value that you give away to other veterans is stuff, information, value that people pay large amounts of money for. And so at what point did you realize that this was going to be your mission? It was going to be to help other veterans out. Well, since day one that Stephen and I were doing what we were doing, you know, we were helping veterans in a lot of different ways. And uh, when we took over the Vetpreneur Tribe officially, uh, you know, we were in that leadership capacity and just continued that that heart centered mission of elevating, supporting and collaborating with veterans. And, you know, we just continued to take imperfect action, you know, and that's I mean, that's the biggest message, you know, that, that we that has been coming out for the past few weeks and months is just imperfect action that just follow your heart, take action that's that's aligned with it and watch how everything starts to then clarify and be able to the, the pieces of the puzzle get to uh, are put together in a meaningful way to where you're like oh yeah that's why that happened you know and even today you know we're looking back at our journey uh for the past several years of you know, writing the book doing the course you know doing this group doing that group doing these different things and they're all have been planted seeds you know w- within this ecosystem of empowerment that we're creating and we didn't really know how big it was going to be until, uh, you know, pretty recently, actually. You know, we knew we knew that this was going to be an impactful uh, effort, you know, the Humble Alpha, uh, the stuff that we're doing with veterans. And uh, for a while, they were actually separate. We had the Vetpreneur Tribe and Warrior Council and the Vetpreneur Tribe much longer. And, and then we had the Humble Alpha. And for a while, they were they were kind of separate and we were just you know, doing what we knew we needed to do at the time, taking imperfect action. And uh, it wasn't until pretty recently at the time of this recording that, uh, you know, the have mission, the have movement uh, was birthed and have stands for humble alpha veteran empowerment. And uh, it was this beautiful, you know, revelation that Stephen had while we were down in Peru together. And he was like, have, have it all. (laughs) 
And it was just like, wow, man, that is so catchy. Like that, I mean, that's it. You know, it, it ties together the the two biggest efforts that we were doing, and it, it puts it all into under under one roof, one effort, uh, one focus. And of course, so many second and third order effects are going to happen because of that. But this is the a powerful foundation that we're creating to to showcase how powerful the humble alpha is, not only for everybody, but it's specifically for veterans. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about you know the have mission, what it is, you know what the intent behind it is, and and uh, really excited to share that. Yeah, you know uh, there is something. I, you know I spoke about this earlier, but there is something. So we've all we all meet on every week on Zoom. And I've come to know these people. I, you know, my hat comes, I mean, this is the specific have hat, but my, my prey hat and my Navy hat and my company hat are all from JD. And, you know, he's doing the hook and loop patches now. And so he just got me a patch for my company also. Uh, so I've done business with these guys, you know, uh, and a lot of these people have bought coffee from me before. Some of them are subscribers, you know, and, but there's something about that in-person contact that, you know, for instance, Chris and I had talked about doing some stuff before, uh, probably, I don't know, six, eight months ago. And we just really, I was too, we were too far apart, you know, and it just didn't work out. You know, fast forward to the weekend where we're all together in person, fellowshipping. Yeah, we're doing something. But we're really, we, we start to realize that, we're, I love the way Chris says it, you know, we're all uh, on the same frequency. We're all, you know, moving at the same frequency and there's all this synergy. And, you know, we start talking about it again. And next thing you know, you know, he and I are, are going to work a deal. And so uh, there is definitely something to be said about, about and, and it's all guys from the tribe, all guys from the council, actually. And so, uh, you know, there's a lot to be said about about that personal, uh, David Panetta just popped in. Hello. And, uh, What's up, brother, Cammy Moses. And of course, Joe's watching. And I don't know who else. Somebody else is, uh, Mark Dudek and, oh, I'm using the wrong mouse and who else over here? Somebody's, but I don't see what they're, oh, they're yeah. All I see is Facebook user saw me at Mick incredibly focused and even, even a nice guy, LOL. <laughs> Appreciate that comment. And so, um, so we've talked a little bit about the book, a little bit about how you knew you were going to help veterans out. That's a common, I think that's a common thing. I, Steve talks about though, at one point in time that a lot of vets were really in competition with each other. And, uh, and I, I think early, early on when the tribe, cause I know I was dormant for a long time. And I remember now, I think I spoke to you, actually, when you guys first took it over. I think you and I may have actually spoke on a phone call because I had all kinds of questions about why this dude took off. And I didn't understand what was going on. And I didn't I was just kind of getting the feel for it. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? But but uh, the. Um, what you guys are doing with it, the way you're moving, I really believe that that the, right now is different than any other time in history. Cause I do believe that veterans were very, very uh, not at odds, but competitive, you know, like Carrie and I, she does coffee and I do coffee and there's other people who do coffee and I don't ignore them. I don't try to, 
you know, impose my will on their audience. You know, I, I support, you know, soldier girl coffee. I support, you know, all the other coffees that are out there because they're veterans and they do the same for me, but I really feel, and, and give me your thoughts on this. I really feel like right now is a very unique time in history where we are literally pulling together even more than any other time. What are your yeah, thoughts? I think uh, the, the divisiveness, you know, within like politics, media and all that kind of stuff uh, has come to a, a critical mass point, so to speak, to say like, man, we're kind of fed up with that. We're kind of done with, you know, everybody trying to find the, the differences between everybody. And we've come to a point where, you know, consolidation and collaboration and elevation are, are what people are seeking. And that's exactly what the Humble Alpha Veteran Empowerment Movement is all about. It's about to, you know, let go of the the old focus of let's find the, the you know, the 0.01% differences between all of us and, and instead focus on the commonalities of like, how can we elevate each other? How can we support each other? How, how can we collaborate in a meaningful way that uh, is going to lead to people stepping into their greatness, you know? So part of this, part of this movement is about inspiring hope to veterans because there's so many veterans that have lost hope. They've lost faith. They have, you know, come from a place of service in the military that was greater than, than themselves. And when they left, then they have this void of, okay, what, what is my big mission bigger than myself now? And there hasn't been really a, a consolidated answer because everybody wants to, you know, compete for, you know, I have the best solution or I have the, the, the best idea and I want people to follow me and I want people to see me as a leader. And it, it, it works sometimes and it works to a level, but, you know, now is a time where I think a lot of veterans are like, look, let's just come together as good people and do good stuff in the world and make the world a better place, you know, and inspire these small groups that were coming together, like what happened this past weekend and inspire people to do something that they normally wouldn't have done, but they're getting out of their comfort zone. They're able to, you know, step into their greatness, to shine brightly in their community. And veterans can be that beacon of hope, that beacon of light to where they can inspire non-veterans and people within the community to step into their greatness. They can read the book, you know, they can, they can gather around, but again, you know, it's about that in-person connection, you know, because we have been, you know, because of course COVID, you know, all the restrictions and travel and, and a lot of fear out there, we haven't really been doing any in-person events. And, you know, now, you know, things are starting to open up and people are saying, yes, let's, let's meet in person. And so case in point, have mission zero, zero one, you know, we all meet, they, you know, I wasn't there, but I was there in spirit, but you know, you guys yeah. met and you guys, you know, did, did some awesome work, you know? And I think from my perspective, the, the most powerful aspect was the sidebar conversations and connection, you know, it was about like, Hey, like, let's just, let's just connect. Let's just talk. Let's just, you know, have each other's back. Let's just hear each other's stories, you know? And those are the, the powerful connections and conversations that are a byproduct of these missions. And I'm, I'm really excited to have, you know, a whole bunch of different types of missions all over the country to inspire uh, hope to veterans that don't have it right now. And we can be those beacons of light. And so that way they can go 
and step into their greatness eventually. That's a man. I love your assessment on that. Cause you know, it's just so true. And you know, as, as I've already seen, you've seen it too. There's people in Illinois that are trying to get something going. You know, Travis Johnson is going to do the taco thing and in next month in May. Uh, and, and that's a, he calls that a, you know, quality of life. We, one of your terms, uh, you know, you always, uh, Lane always says it's all about the quality of life. And Steve says it all the time too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we should be focused on that. I know for, for the longest time working for the federal government, I was just chasing that dollar and I didn't care about, you know, I didn't know what it was to have quality of life. And I'm still working on that because I'm still trying to get away from the, everything has to be business, you know? And so I'm still learning how to, you know, compartment the business and, you know, the family and, and things like that. And, you know, the wife and I need to go fishing and that's quality of life, but I need to have the business in a place where I, I can just take off and, and go fishing, you know? And so there's a lot of, principles that the book that you guys have written uh, that are that are so valid. You know, if you're a veteran, if you're one of my audience that's just listening in, you know, Lane is an author. He's a former Green Beret. Uh, and they wrote this incredible book called Unleash Your Humble Alpha. And and if you're if you're, you know, if you're just in a place where you just have an idea, if you're a veteran and you just have an idea, join the tribe. Get involved ask questions. Uh, everybody on in that tribe, and it's kind of one of the benchmarks that is required by Lane and Steve that you give, that you need to give value. And so, uh, you know, everybody on there is out there to help each other, which is, is I've never seen anything like it, to be quite honest with you, uh, which is one reason that I, you know, I love being part of it. I joined the council and, and I love being part of that. Let's talk about have. Uh, and and uh, kind of walk us through, you know, how because you guys do this thing in Peru often, and uh, talk about that business trip, and then the have, and and then we'll roll into the weekend. Perfect, yeah. So uh, Stephen and I, we take veterans and entrepreneurs and vetpreneurs down to Peru every single year. Last year was was weird because of COVID and everything, but you know, we take these group of people and we have a really profound experience. Uh, with uh, plant medicine, camaraderie, uh, adventure, exploration, experience. Uh, of course, we visit Machu Picchu and a whole bunch of other sacred sites. And, uh, you know, what happens during that, that uh, experience is exactly what needs to happen in order for us to let go of the old story and to help us step into our greatness. And while we were there this year, um, of course, you know, I mentioned before, Stephen got this, this, this received this download, so to speak. And it was like, have it all. And it was this beautiful thing. We're like, Oh, have, okay. Humble alpha veteran empowerment. And it was the, you know, the intersection between the two things that we were doing. And so, um, before, so I, I stayed in Peru for an extra about two weeks and had a couple other, you know, adventures of my own. Um, uh, but before Steven left, him and I basically we got on a video and we said, "Hey, uh, you know, this is this is all about the imperfect action, right? You know, we set the intention of like we're going to share what our intentions are moving forward. We don't know how anything's going to happen. We don't know what the steps are, 
but we're setting the intention powerfully to create an umbrella movement uh, called the Humble Alpha Veteran Empowerment to uh, create an ecosystem of empowerment for the veteran community. And that involves veteran entrepreneurs, veteran employees, uh, veteran media, you know, veteran healing, you know, all these different elements that are going to play uh, very well together and are very complementary. And to be able to have a, a single point of focus of empowerment. And uh, so, and, and there's a whole uh, investment fund that's part of that as well. And so it's, it's this idea that um, let's consolidate, let's, let's put all of this empowerment under a, an ideal and, and have movement is an ideal. It's a, it's a, it's a way to not adjust what you're already doing, but continue to find alignment that how do you, how does your individual piece fit into the overall movement? And to be able to find that alignment piece, and this is what we talk about in the book, is that we don't want people to just do things to do things, uh, especially right now, being able to look within yourself, look in your heart and say, OK, how can I be a part of this movement? Do, you know, am I am I going to be a leader? Am I going to be a supporter? Am I going to be a, you know, a sharer? Am I going to be, you know, any one of these types of things to help? Uh, build momentum for the movement. And it's about finding that answer within yourself. And then once you know that answer, you take that imperfect action. And like you said, you know, we had this first half mission. It was more construction oriented. Uh, I've talked to several people. Uh, they're looking at creating webs uh, uh, workshops um, to help with mental, uh, health, uh, mental health, uh, high performance. Uh, we talk to other people about, you know, doing like a quality of life, you know, just building camaraderie and gathering veterans, you know, in person to be able to connect and have those powerful conversations. And, you know, there's a, a wide varying range of different types of events or missions that we can do. But what it's, you know, what, what's at the center of it is our heart. And how do we move forward? How do we, you know, give the best of ourselves? How do we inspire hope? and help other people step into their greatness. So uh, there's a lot of second and third order effects because of these missions. Uh, but right now, you know, it's 23 April, 2021. You know, our, our mission right now is 10 half missions. We got the first one knocked out this past weekend. Uh, I was talking to Joe uh, yesterday and uh, um, we were like, we just came up with, Hey, let's, let's just do 10 right now. That's our goal. You know? So, you know, whenever 10, Missions are complete. Okay, then we're gonna then we're gonna take the next step. You know, so it's just about taking that imperfect action. And uh, so Stephen and I, uh, you know, we're, we're consolidating the humble alpha. We're consolidating veteran empowerment. We're putting it all under one umbrella, and we're just setting the powerful intentions and moving forward. You know, the two things you said there, and uh, I, I I had to do those things to get where I'm at to leave my job you know, to, to, to do what I'm doing. I had to do those things because before I had the book, but now that I've got the book, uh, you know, it just kind of feeds into, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on the right. I feel like I'm moving in the direction I should be moving, but I had to set the intention. And I told myself actually two years before I left, I told myself I was going to leave my job. And, um, they, uh, they came to me and they said, no, don't leave. We want you to stay part time. I said, okay, I'll do it for a little while, but then, you know, I'm going to move forward. So I set a date. 
I said, okay, February 26th, you know, 2021, I'm walking off the job. And then I did. And, and, you know, doing some of the things that we've done, like I spent like the first mission, it popped up from through imperfect action. Joe heard the video, you know, from Peru. We all did. And he's like, you know, I was talking to him cause, cause we, we collaborate a little bit uh, on the side, you know, and we were talking about something and he's like, well, what are you doing? I said, well, my son's going to come help me and I'm just going to try to get as much done as I can. And, and I've been struggling with my weight for many years. I've got back problems and knee problems and, and I'm, I'm fighting that demon, uh, you know, thanks to Brian, Stacy and Robert Torres. But um, I, I needed help, you know, and I had these containers here and I wasn't getting very far with them. And Joe saw the need and he, you know, received the download from you guys and he jumped all over it. And, and then all these guys showed up at my house, you know, and, and it was in, in theory and in, in, you know, people talking about it, it's all great and fun. Right. But, you know, when it's seven o'clock in the morning and people start rolling into your driveway, uh, it gets real quick. <laughs> and I mean, I had planned for it and I had everything we needed. I thought I did. Uh, and but we moved like a machine. And it was even though none of us had served together and all different branches. Uh, we didn't have any Coasties, but that's OK. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we were, you know, we, we had a mission. We knew what we were going to do and we got the business. I mean, right away. And then what spawned from that was what you were talking about earlier is that was great. I mean, I've been working on it every day. I'm almost done, you know, with the wallboard stuff. My electrician's coming Saturday. We're getting work done. That's awesome. But what was even more awesome was the networking that happened when we realized that we're all resonating at the same frequency. We're all looking in the same direction and we're all ready to take, you know, set that intention and make that imperfect action. And so those are great principles. I mean, I, it doesn't matter if you're a veteran or not. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Those are incredible, uh, you know, principles, uh, you know, to live by, period. You know, they just happen to be magnificent for business. And so. Yeah. Well, what, I think, you know, some of it is is uh, expanding our blind spots, you know, and, and that's what this book is in, in part uh, to help um, paint a more powerful, beautiful picture for your life. Because a lot of people succumb to what uh, they should do in life, you know, what people have told them they should do. And what this book is in part doing is, is giving you back the keys to your own self. It's giving you back the power. It's, it's offering you an opportunity to decide who you want to be. You know, I was talking to Joe a couple of days ago and he was like, you know, um, you know, I don't need anybody to tell me who I am. I'm deciding who I can become. And that's the power behind this book is that uh, we don't have to succumb to the, you know, the victim mentality or that we need to do life a certain way. If there's something within your heart that says, hey, man, I, I want to live like this, like I want to have this in my life. I want to have these kinds of people in my life. I want to do these kinds of experiences. Well, that's that's up to you. You you can decide that. And depending on where you're starting at today, it may look like a 
mountain to climb, or it may look like a, you know, a decent sized hill, or it may just, you know, you may be in a really good position to where it looks like downhill from here, you know, in a good way. Right. Um, So, but, but it's about deciding what you want to become, who you want to become and giving you the power to continue to, to set that intention. Who do I want to become? And then take that imperfect action and take that first baby step. And then as soon as we start taking steps, it's like, man, like this unfolds. I get clear on this. I get clear on what not to do. I get clear on what to do. The right people are starting to come into my life. And, you know, it's just a really beautiful way to move forward in the world. But it takes courage. And luckily, you know, the veteran community has a lot of people with a lot of courage. And this book is, you know, inspiring those to to take that courage not out into the battlefield, but to be the, become their best selves, you know, to decide who they want to be, set that intention and then take that imperfect action to move forward. Yeah. I, I can tell you this without a doubt in my mind that if my dad were still alive, he would have pitched a fit about me walking off my day job. I mean, he would have lost his mind. Oh um, yeah. You know, I mean, I, when I got my clearance, you know, my dad was a counterintelligence guy back in the fifties. And so for a lot of people that, you know, listen to my audience, they don't understand that predates computers that predates most of your technology. You know, dad was out in the field, you know, acquiring things that they told him to acquire. And how do they do that? Well, you know, look it up in a history book. You, You can read all about that lifestyle. And so he, you know, aside from growing up on a farm, you know, saw me struggle for years until I got the job with with the company that I was with for the last 10 years. And he was he was so happy. He was like, man, you, you made it. And I, and I thought I did, too. I was like, man, I made it. You know, I make awesome money. I'm this is a great job. I can work as much as I want. And I did. I just kept I kept you know, taking more shifts and all the kids, Hey, you got kids. My kids are grown. I'll take all the, all the holidays so you can go home, you know, and my life was working, but I didn't realize how it was becoming toxic because I wasn't doing anything for me. And I didn't know how to do anything else. I was scared to, you know, set the intention. I was scared to step into my greatness. I didn't know what that was going to look like, you know, and, and like I said, if I'd have had this book 10 years ago, my, my life would have been very different. And uh, I'm glad it's here now. And, and again, I encourage you, if you're listening, uh, this goes out on, on the, all the audio stuff, too, after we're done. You know, pick up a copy of Unleash Your Humble Alpha. Uh, if you have any kind of idea in your head at all that you want to do something more than what you're doing now, because... I think Steve Harvey said, if you're just going to work, getting a paycheck and you hate what you do, you're not living. You're not living at all. You're just surviving. You're existing. And so that was one of the things for me personally is uh, I was, the place I was at was becoming toxic. And I was just tired, you know, of not being able to just drop what I wanted to drop and go fishing or, you know, do what I wanted to do. And I, And there's just so much more. In a you know in serving others, that doesn't come from an eight to five, you know, and so um, it's just been a, this has been a blessing. This book has been a blessing. The leadership that we get from you guys, 
has been amazing. Let's talk a little more in depth about have. Uh, we obviously had the first mission, but what is this going to look like as the months and weeks, months and years, you know, ahead of us? What is have going to going to do for us? Yeah. So have, you know, the, the, the next 10 missions and, you know, maybe 20 and 30, you know, are going to be critical because they're setting the examples of what is possible. And so by us, especially in the Warrior Council, are uh, setting the tone. We're leading by example. And we're also building almost like a catalog of what these missions can look like. Because, you know, what you guys did in Texas, you know, there's going to be examples of people doing stuff in Washington State. There's going to in New England, Florida, North Carolina, all these different places. And then people that have never heard of the have mission. They're going to they're going to be able to see and look at all the different things that we've already done. And then they're going to be inspired by like, hey, you know what? I have a thing that I could do something that very similar to that. You know, I have a you know, I have a buddy that he could use some help, you know, and, and we're just going to continue to expand. And we have and then we'll have hundreds of different types of missions. And, you know, what is going to happen at every single one of those missions, again, is like you said, the, the physical, tangible thing that you guys are going to be doing during these missions but also it's going to be that that connection, that conversation, and it's going to be being able to take something beautiful away from that, you know, four hour event, that one day event. And then that's going to blossom into relationships that you just cannot anticipate because you're operating under the same frequency that you're you're caring for your fellow veteran to, hey, like, hey, let's let's empower you. Let's give you hope. Let's help you step into your greatness. And as as, you know, dozens, hundreds and thousands of people embrace this concept of the humble alpha, the ripple effect, the radiant value that's going to be created in the world, you know, from each single veteran, they're going to be able to help tens of people, hundreds of people within the veteran community and also just their their local community, being able to inspire hope, inspire this, you know, idea of empowerment. Because let's face it, veterans know how to take a mission and succeed. You know, so when we were in the military, we knew exactly what we needed to do. We got we received the mission. You know, we we looked at the the commander's intent. We looked at the key tasks and we looked at the end state. You know, and so what we're doing as we move forward with these missions, we have that criteria. We have that guidance. We have that framework and examples. Uh, you know, as as we move forward, we'll have uh, more. Uh, you know, refined guidance based on best practices. We're going to conduct AARs after action reviews and to be able to find, you know, what is the best way to give specific guidance, but also have it be open enough to where you, you know, whatever that mission is that whoever's leading that mission, they know exactly what they need to do. And then we continue just to allow this, these different types of missions to radiate goodness in the world. And so, it's just this, uh, you know, we're, we're the spearhead of this empowerment movement. And it just so happens to, you know, to, to start with veterans. But the idea is to not only have a positive impact on, on veterans, of course, we're going to do that, but it's everybody within our community. And so we have thousands of communities around the country that are just empowering each other, stepping into their greatness. I mean, just think about what kind of things we can accomplish you know, as we move forward and even 12 months, 24 months. Yeah. I, you know, I really feel Lane, like, like 
with these tools, with the tools of the book, with the tools of the have, I really honestly feel like, like the World War II vets did. Those guys came back from war, from a war they had never seen the kind of atrocities they had seen, they, the kind of stress. But the, a lot of those vets came back from that war, and, man, they lit this country on fire. I mean, they opened businesses. They opened, you know, restaurants. I mean, they literally developed an entire, you know, work ethic. They, you know, whatever you want to call it, but they lit this place on fire. And I really feel like with the, with these kinds of tools that this is our time. And the difference is, is that unlike those guys were one generation were working, you know, with themselves, I really feel like today, right now, you know, I can work right alongside a Vietnam veteran or, you know, a guy that went to the Gulf War. I'm in the middle. I was, you know, I got out in 95, so I was right in the middle. But I I know from my dealings with people that none of that crap matters right now. You know, nobody cares about that. Here's my hand. Let me give you a hand up. And not a handout, but a hand up. Exactly. And, and so these tools that you're talking about, I, I think they're so important right now for our veteran community you know we have to rely on one another and i don't know i i where's this gonna go what, what does this look like five years from now what do you see this looking like yeah i mean five years i think we're gonna create a, just a new i don't want to say new normal because it's uh, that sounds kind of cliche and people are talking about that and you know this kind of post-covid era but it's about a, it's a reality of empowerment. It's about um, people all over the United States stepping into their greatness. And everybody has their own journey. Everybody has their own piece of the puzzle. You know, we have people that are artists, musicians, bakers, you know, construction workers, builders, you know, different types of creators. And everybody finding their way, finding their piece of the puzzle to that one, you know, makes their soul just feel on fire. And two, once they, once they have that within themselves, they can spark that fire within other people. And so I don't see it as a, you know, I see the, you know, the veteran community sparking this, this movement of empowerment and, and that bleeding over into communities all over the country. And what I see is the United States being just a, a beacon of light again, you know, of hope for the rest of the world, because, being able to take the, the the mindset of the veteran, you know, having this mission uh, that's greater than oneself, to be able to one inspire themselves to step on their greatness, two inspire other veterans to step on their greatness, and then that cascades and radiates and into communities and all over the world. So you know, it's just starting where we're at. You know, it, it all begins from within, and if we can find our own greatness even after the military and, and apply that, that mindset of, I got a, I got a mission greater than myself towards this ideal of just empowering everybody and in a, in a very meaningful, um, effective way, because there's a lot of people that want to help and there's a lot of well-intended efforts out there, but they don't have this kind of potency of, empowerment that we've figured out with the humble alpha and you know we know that when we apply the all the principles in the humble alpha 
book and, you know, we're articulating uh, other principles that weren't added in the book uh, just simply because it just didn't fit in for that particular, uh, you know, message. But there's a lot of other aspects of the humble alpha that are going to be coming out in different books that Stephen and I are going to write. And some, you know, and, and one of those books is going to be specific to the veteran, you know, because there's a lot of veterans out there that, that need to heal. They need to let go of the old story, letting go of the trauma. And we're talking to a lot of really uh, smart people that, that know how to let go of that old story. They, they know how to let go of the trauma and do it in an effective way to where whenever they let it go, they no longer have to deal with it. They're rewriting their, their story of life. They, they're able to you know, close that old chapter of trauma and step into their new chapter, which is this chapter of greatness, this chapter of empowering themselves, empowering you know, other veterans and empowering the communities. And so it's just a, uh, you know, a snowball effect and it's inevitable. And we just got to continue to come together as veterans, spark this really powerful mission, you know, and, uh, you know, I love civilians, you know, but the, they don't, a lot of them don't understand this, you know, mission greater than oneself. That's really difficult to replicate um, outside of this mission of, you know, protected freedom for their country or, you know, you know, being part of a unit that has some kind of greater mission than themselves. So it's a, it's really exciting. Um, we start where we're at and we're able to just, uh, again, set that, per, that, in, uh, that intention and then take that imperfect action and just watch things unfold. See how, how good this stuff can be, because I, I guarantee you, you know, whenever you guys before you guys met last weekend, I guarantee you didn't know the effectiveness and the camaraderie and the connection you guys were going to have based on the conversations, you know, and we have hundreds of those kinds of conversations, you know, happening every week throughout the country. I mean, man, we can't, there's nothing we can't do. Yeah. You know, you're a motivational speaker too, aren't you? Is that part of your normal job? No, <laughs> I figured you would because you know, the way you speak, anytime somebody is so passionate about something, it's motivating somebody else. I'm definitely motivated by it. <laughs> yeah. And but, you, you know, know, I'm a leads you know, out of you out of, out of your words. You can tell how passionate you are. I don't know who this person is, but somebody just said, Oh, my, my friend, John, our generation, I'm going to put this up here. He's a good, he's a good guy. He's a, I served with him on my ship, saw him for the first time in 30 years and uh, needs not only to help each other, but I think it may be up to us to empower the generation right behind us whose coping mechanisms have been sacrificed. Uh, and, and, you know, he's, he's absolutely on the money. Uh, yeah. With that. Well, it's about, um, you know, set, setting the example, but leading by example. You know, it's difficult for, you know, this is like the the parent that says, you know, do as I say, not as I do, you know, <laughs> and it's, we have to lead from the front. We have to lead by example and we have to actually embody what we are trying to promote or what kind of uh, way of living that we want to share with, you know, subsequent, you know, generations, you know, uh, you know, and but it's really being able to be that thing that we are talking about, you know, empowerment, you know having a good life, focusing on quality of life, 
being able to do exactly what I know I'm, I'm meant to do on this, on this planet right now. And being able to then, you know, once we embody it, then pass on the baton, so to speak, um, because they're going to do what we do, you know, they're going to do their own version. Um, but that's the, that's the power of the humble alpha is that we're not trying to tell anybody how to live. We're empowering you to become your best self. And there's a lot of tools. There's a lot of ways in which we can help you find that out about yourself, but we cannot decide who you're going to become because that's up to you. You have the key to that. But some people haven't realized that they have that much power within themselves because um, different, you know, people, organizations, you know, with different agendas and all this kind of stuff have taken that power away from them. And so we're giving them back their power. We're giving them the tools. We're giving them the keys so they can unlock themselves. And so once they decide who they want to become, we're going to support them. You know, every single person in the Vetpreneur Tribe or the Warrior Council, you know, whatever they want to become, Stephen and I are there to support. Stephen and I are there to help bring that out of every single person. And it may, and it's going to be different for every single person, but having that universal tool of empowerment to say, Hey, you know, whatever you decide you want to be, well, let's, let's do what we need to do to help you get there. And not only Stephen and I, but I know that everybody else in the warrior council specifically, because that's the pinnacle of, of this movement, you know, is that we're here to support. We're here to elevate. We're here to help you bring out your own greatness. And, you know, it's just uh, inevitable that, you know, this is going to lead to something big, something great, something beautiful. And uh, just excited to, you know, know that this vision of empowerment around the country and around the world is, is happening, but also having the, the, the groundedness to know, hey, this is, where, this is where we're at now. Let's keep on taking that imperfect action. Yeah, I, I think that's so everything that you said, I think it's so important to today's culture because our culture, our society today is not one that wants you to step out into your greatness. They're not one that wants you that wants to empower you. It seems like like society just wants to keep kicking you down and keeping you at bay, you know, and it is up to people who are going to lead, you know, like the group that we're involved with that has to, you know, say, look, that's not, you don't have to live like that. You don't have to, you know, you can be much better than you can even imagine right now. Cause I know when I started out, I, I had no clue. I'm like, there is no way I can do this. I don't have, I don't know anybody in the industry. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't, I don't have any, you know, the kind of finances I need for, I don't have any of this stuff that, that they keep telling me that I got to have. I even, went through a program through the small business administration and they're a great organization. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I can't tell you how many people told me, well, you can't do this and you can't do that. Well, why, why can't I do that? You know? And then this group comes along and people keep telling me, well, yeah, you can do it, man. I mean, that's <laughs> your intention and move. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Who are you people? Yeah. That's a game changer, you know, and I mean, to be surrounded by people that have your back and that truly and genuinely care about you. I mean, that that may not be the normal now or five years ago, but it's going to become the normal, especially in the veteran community. 
because that's what we're doing. You know, we're, we're building a community of people that say, Hey, you know what, whatever dream you got, like, let's go get after it. You know, like let's set the intention. Let's actually believe it. And let's go take some imperfect action. You know? Yeah. We might fail a little bit. We might make, make some mistakes. There might be some, you know, unseen, unforeseeable challenges that come our way, but you know, we're going to keep, keep on persevering. We're going to have that grit and we're just going to keep on taking action. And as we continue to take imperfect action, the, the best action that we can take is going to start to present itself more and more and more. And, you know, I call it, you know, the, the divine action, you know, is that this is a divine keystone action to where now, you know, because I'm, I continue to take this divine action in my life, it's going to lead to something really beautiful, you know, and, and in alignment with my soul's purpose, you know, with my heart and being able to, you know, have that be our kind of guiding compass, you know, that divine action. But sometimes it's, it's, you got to take just action, imperfect action until you start to feel like, man, this is this feels really right. You know, this feels like this feels exactly what I need to be doing right now. And that is that divine action. That is that divine message. And whenever you find your place or find yourself in that place of, you know, receiving that feeling, and then you just keep on taking action, it's just going to continue to build and build and build. And whenever you have it within yourself, you're going to, you're going to help other people do the same thing. Absolutely. You know, I know that, you know, I'm a man of deep faith and nothing in the book that I base my faith on nothing in there tells me one that it's going to be easy and two that I'm just supposed to sit down and wait. You know, nothing tells you to sit around and wait. You know, if you want to do something, you need to get up off your rear end and go do it. And, and, you know, part of that, like you say, you, we got to set the intention and then imperfect action. So that's just, it just lines up perfectly, you know, and, uh, and so those of you listening, also, I'm a man of deep faith. A lot of you guys know me. I'm, I'm unapologetically Christian. And there is nothing I want you to understand. There is nothing in this book. There's nothing in this group that goes against my core values. Zero. They all align. And then on top of that, the brotherhood of men and women who all wore the uniform. You know, there's that that factor that just man, it just, it's a huge support system. And, you know, we're not going to let each other fail, period. So final thoughts. Yeah. So if you're a veteran, you know, know that there's some veterans out there that are going to help you step into your greatness. And if you don't even believe that you can step into your greatness, they can give you hope. And that's what this, this have mission is all about. This have movement is all about is to inspire hope and to inspire you to come to a place where you can then take that imperfect action to step into your greatness. So if you're a veteran, get around some humble alphas, get around, you know, and if that's going to a meeting, if that's contacting some people online, if that's, you know, joining the vetpreneur tribe, if you're interested in entrepreneurship, you know, if you're already a veteran entrepreneur and you want to take your business to the next level, you know, join the warrior council, you know, so, but there's, there's, a whole bunch of people that are waiting to help you step into your greatness. And they're also stepping into their greatness as well. I'm doing the same thing. I'm stepping into my greatness every single day, you know, and as we, you know, do that within ourselves, we help inspire and we help have this kind of 
you know, like our, our buddy Chris talks about, you know, getting on that frequency, that frequency of greatness, you know, and if, and if you're not, if you're not operating under that frequency, get around some, some humble alphas, get around some vetpreneurs and we're going to make this thing happen. And we're going to, we're going to spark this empowerment in communities all over the country. And let's, let's, uh, let's hop on that horse. Let's giddy up, you know, let's have some fun, you know, and actually, um, you know, in, in the commander's intent that we, we created a, a document to give some guidance for these half missions, part of that is to have quality of lifetime, you know, so dedicated quality of life embedded into every mission to make sure that, you know, yeah, it's great to do the hard work and, and all that stuff, but it's all, it's also about, you know, <laughs> you know what it's about, <laughs> quality, of life. That quality of life, you know, so. Yeah. Um, it, Tell you too that one of the one of the things that happened this weekend also is that we've all uh, I think we've all kind of talked about meeting back up here uh, I think in New Braunfels in June just to go float the river no yeah. work no business just you know fellowshipping and enjoying some quality of life that's I mean that's the deal you know and and that because you guys had the mission you're able to then plan a quality of life mission. <laughs> You know, and that's just as I mean, that's part of life, you know, I mean, you know, embedding that kind of those kind of activities and that frequency in your life all the time. I mean, it, you know, that's what it's all about. Yeah, amen to that, brother. Well, listen, I'm going to I'm going to close this out. I'm going to put you in the green room for a second. Hang tight and uh, I'm going to close the show real quick and then I'll be right back with you. All right, folks. Episode 21, God, Country, Coffee. And uh, you'll catch us here next week, same time, 1900. And uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing the podcast from the mountains in Honduras. And our guest is going to be Will Willis. Uh, he is a Air Force paratrooper uh, and Army Ranger uh, and TV show host. He was a host on Forged in Fire for, for many seasons. And so that's all coming up. We've got some other great people. We've also got what I'm calling the, uh, uh, I called it the bash of something of the, of the bash of the branches. And it's going to be a, uh, a not so serious uh, podcast that's coming up in the next week or two, where it's going to be have guys from all different branches and we're just going to knock off and pick on each other like we do in real life. So catch us up. Treat each other the way God intends you to treat one another with love, kindness, and respect. And if you got any questions about what we talked about tonight, reach out to me, reach out to Lane. Uh, we're on Facebook. You can find us easily. Love you guys. See you next week. God bless. Bye.